Hello, 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 and welcome back to Quizzical by Nature, a soft place for women to land. This is your host, Tammy Walls, and I would like to welcome you back to episode number six, entitled 21 Questions to Ask Yourself and Your Friends. I thought it would be fun to invite a friend today to answer these questions with me. I asked one of my best friends, Laura, to join me for today's podcast. Laura and I have been friends for over 20 years. We used to work together, and after she left the company, we still continued our friendship. She is someone that I can confide in. She is someone that I can trust. She is someone who is a prayer warrior. Just like me, I can call on her at any time. She is one of the most giving people that I have ever seen in my life. She is one that I call sister, and I love her. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to my friend, Laura. Laura, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, wow. Um, I like to say I'm the average person. So I've been married 25 plus years, wonderful son and daughter. And I, too, respect our friendship. And uh, thank God for bringing you in my life. And first of all, thank you so much for inviting me on Q&N. I truly been enjoying myself with Quiz by Nature. Uh, let me just say, it's a joy just listening to you, learning from you, and just opening up uh, so many ways that we can love ourselves. Um, you basically can ask me anything and everything. I like to say that I, too, am a person that gives back and would be a blessing to someone. So hopefully by me sharing myself with you and other families and friends, we, too, can learn together. Okay, well, thank you for introducing yourself. Let's jump right into the questions. Question number one, what is your favorite way to spend a lazy Sunday? Oh, wow. Well, listen, give me a glass of Moscato, okay? Because after the hard days of work and I am in the healthcare, uh, I really don't want to go too much into it, but uh, just say a glass of Moscato, a nice book, or a nice relaxing movie really will help me to just relax, enjoy, and I say that's my um, way of just having a lazy moment for self-love for me. Good answers. So for myself, I think that I would spend a lazy Sunday um, first off with church because I really enjoy getting that spiritual aspect into the beginning of my week so that I can just take it through and it can push me and I can endure. Next, I probably would watch a movie. I am a streaming freak right now. Give me a good series and I will binge watch that series or find a good movie on Sunday. And next is the key, relaxation. I love to kick back on my couch, throw my feet up and watch something fun. I think we can all relate to that. Yes, I totally agree. Number two, if you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who would they be and why? (laughs) Now, listen, you're going to really get to know me, okay? So I'm going to try my best not to overpower you. But um, so the people I select, I don't know. Some people might know Susan Johnson, um, which was a late night TV show host that dealt with Sunday night sex shows. She shows you how to love yourself. She shows you sexual 
ways you, your partner, friends, whoever it may be, no discrimination here. Um, but the bottom line is I truly enjoy, enjoy her because she really sincere as a woman taught us how to love ourselves and really her as well as Gandhi I love a good book and right now I'm reading different passages from Gandhi so one was the beginning of love is to let those we love be perfectly to themselves and not to twist them to fit our own image and what really it says to me is ladies come on we need to get back to loving ourselves first it just stands out love ourselves self love so lastly would be my mom why she's a reflection of me a strong powerful woman and right now as you can see yes i'm on the bench of self love i'm going through self love and so these selection reflects where i'm at right now great i can relate to some of those that you said as well i picked um my parents which would take two out of those three both of my parents are deceased right now so being that they're deceased and i no longer have them in my life there are so many times that i wish i could just call them up or go and see them and Honestly, I want to have those conversations with them about mm. things that I have found out since they passed away wow. or questions that might give me some answers where spaces are missing. You know, my mom too taught her girls to be very strong and to be very independent. So my mom was always pushing us to get an education, to go to school, to take care of yourself. Now, I don't think she meant like you know, if a man's in your life, you know, don't have anything to do with him, but be self-sufficient in the yeah. times that you need to be self-sufficient. My dad, on the other hand, was very quiet, very laid back, but he was a very loving and helpful man. If you needed anything yeah. done, my dad was always there to lend a helping hand. And I really miss his laugh. You know, I was born on his birthday. And so he, he has a special place in my heart, of course. Now, my last answer for this question mm -hmm. is God, because I have a lot of questions for God. I would love to speak to him one-on-one. -on -one. Now, I might have to lay prostrate on the floor because his glory <laughs> would be too much for me to see. Like, yes. you know, some of those um, people in the Bible. But Lord, if he could just explain some things to me a little bit deeper Ooh. and um, not so much that I want to know my future because I know that yes. he wrote oh my, my story ahead of time. I, but it's some things yes. I want to ask God. I don't know. That's the three that come to mind I when that. I think about that. What do you think? I love that, but I have to tap into something. Now, listen, I love the fact what your mother brought out of you and what your dad really empowered in you. I love that. And hey, having the almighty creation who created us, okay, I have to open this. So with the topic that you asked about the three people and where I'm at in my life, because you know, you're my sister and you can always like give me that great advice but at the same time make it so perspective to me so what do you think about self-love when it comes to your mother empower you to bring out the best of you and your father most definite uh -uh. you always put yourself first and then there's the lord who created you which i have to ask you dealing with self-love 
What you think about it? What comes to your mind? I think self-love comes in the fact that God created me fearfully and wonderfully. When I think about what he had in thoughts of me, I, I think that he intended for me to be the best that I could be, to take care of myself, to make sure that I am well, to be in the right frame of mind, to carry myself with dignity and values and morals and different things like that. Because if you don't take care of yourself, then, then you go down, right? You also yep. lose faith in him. Everything that he left us um, that's within us, he has given us so that we could go on with our lives. Self-care is the best yeah. care. I think that you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of somebody else. I think that with women, we are so much of a giving nature. We're always giving to others that a lot of times we put ourselves last. So I think that when you think about being fearfully and wonderfully made and, and being in his image, he made sure that everything ran right and he did all the things that needed to be done to lead his people to freedom in order to leave us a word on how to live our lives. So self-care is also taking care of ourselves. And I think if you look at a lot of the scriptures in the Bible, they would begin to tell us how we are not to worry, how we are to trust, how we're to have faith, how we are to cast, how we are to pray. When you take the burden off yourself, you are caring for yourself. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And ladies, see, and gentlemen, that is why I asked her. And maybe perhaps later we would go a little deeper in the future. Definitely. Self-care is... to come. I would say definitely because self-care is a topic that can be discussed over and over because a lot of people, especially women, don't get that self-care. So let's move on to the next question. Um, Are you a morning person or a night owl? Mm -hmm. I think I'm a morning person. Um, I get up for five in the morning. Um, like I said, I'm in healthcare. So um, I need to get there before patients get there and sometimes doctors. I think my passion and my desire um, drove me to be a morning person. So I truly enjoy it. I get a lot done. And back home before six o'clock, I say it's a good day. Most definitely. When I think about this question, when I first looked at it, I was like, dang, I think I'm both. You know, I don't mind getting up in the morning, but yet I'm a night owl and I stay up late at night. And that is kind of detrimental to me because guess what? I don't get enough sleep. But I I find that when I'm up late at night, especially um, in those wee hours sometimes that is when I'm talking to God I feel like that's when he can get me at the most quiet moment where he can speak to me and I can speak to him I'm up sometimes late at night watching TV like for instance Friday night I started watching this series on Netflix and I started around 8 30 9 o'clock Friday night Girl, I did not go to sleep until four o'clock the next morning because I watched oh. all ten episodes. Now you know I should have been asleep. <laughs> no, but once we get started, we gotta finish it. And that is one of the strong things about us as women. 
And I know it was good. And we will share that one later, too. Yes, it definitely was good. Because I couldn't stop watching. I wanted to see what was going to happen next. And I thought to myself, I love a good series. But, man, that series will keep you wanting to watch over and over. I mean, will keep watching through and through until it's finished. So I'm still feeling the effect. I love because to women, listen, there's so much inside of us, the qualified, the skills, the the things so unique about us. Now, what in the world drive this girl to stay up that late to watch that? Really? I think it's some deeper qualities in there, too. Mm, Perseverance. Yes. 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 Think about if we add some of those things into other areas of our life, what we could push ourselves to do. Oh, see, ladies, that is why I'm saying we're going to go a little deeper with the self-love thing. Maybe best is yet to come. All right, let's jump into this next question. What is your go-to comfort food? Oh, my gosh, girl. With today being like today, very cold outside, give me a bowl of soup. Now, ladies, you know good well, grandma's soup, mama's soup, just, I don't know, it's just something about a good bowl of soup. And it don't even have to be meat in it. It can be just the veggie, the broth. It's just something about the comfort, the soothing, it's hot, it's warm. Oh my gosh, it's just something about it. I love a good bowl of soup. Girl, I know you are my sister because I put the very same answer <laughs> down in my my mind and in my thoughts. I love a good bowl of soup as well. And for myself, my favorite is Zuppa Toscana. That is Olive Garden soup, but I make the copycat at home and it is so good. And it's so, um, it just fills my soul. You know, when I eat it, the potatoes and that Italian sausage, just a little bit of spice. But even outside of that, I just love soup. Whether it be a gumbo or a good chicken noodle soup or a good vegetable soup, it's nothing like that for feeling the comforts of home. It, it, It just brings, it's like, leave me alone. You can be by yourself. It's like just tasting it just puts you in a serenity place of love and peace and joy and just the happiness. Oh my gosh. And you can think of grandma and mama and family and just I do not even know that. See there? Yes. See how we join it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love a good bowl of soup. Yes. Me as well. And you know what? I not only like soup in the winter and fall, I like it in the summer and spring as well. So whatever time I'm feeling a bowl of soup, I will um, pull out a recipe and make some and just go to town on it because it is so good. Let's see. Let's jump into this next question. Oh, if you could master any skill instantly, what would it be? You know, I thought about this. I had just witnessed Patty LaBelle and Franklin Beverly and Mace. And um, the concert was beautiful. And it got me thinking some of the people that we missed out going to the concert sand because they passed away. And now I had the opportunity of meeting Patty. If I can sing, I would love to sing. But let's let's face it, I can't sing. So we're not gonna go there. <laughs> but just being in the midst of just someone that talent. I did not even know it, but I believe she's 78 or 79. 
I would love to be able to sing such beautiful melody. Um, but I didn't pick singing. <laughs> I picked <laughs> playing the piano. And the reason I did that is because if I'm perseverance, I can teach myself. I can maybe perhaps master it if I stick to it and find such self-joy and just plan for me. Right. And it's all about me. Right. Um, yeah. That's what good. About you? Good answers. You know, it's funny because I can concur with the singing thing too. My mother used to be able to sing. My mother used to sing. She sang in church, but she evidently did not pass that down to us. But guess what? I'll be singing my heart out. I sound good to me. That's all that matters. (laughs) But um, I did choose um, the skill of public speaking and writing. And I I chose public speaking and writing because I feel like I partially use these skills now, even speaking through the podcast, having opportunities to speak at meetings and things at work. But I want to hone in on those skills so that if I am put before people that I'm not stumbling or that I find ways to um, bring the audience into what I'm speaking to them about learning how to become a good storyteller because everybody loves a good story and then I know you know about the writing because for some reason I cannot get this book off the ground (laughs) I know I'm supposed to write a book but for some reason this writing is just at a standstill for me it's gonna come it's gonna come I just believe it and see it I just know it's going to come in due time. Right now, enjoy your journey. Maybe the book is still being written, and that's why I haven't written it yet, because the chapters are still being added. (laughs) And perhaps maybe this is part of it. So it is a continuation. Definitely. (laughs) All right, next question. What's a book, movie, or TV show that you could watch or read over and over again? (laughs) Okay. So... Some of you guys probably seen this on social media. And yes, social media was blown up with this one. Sex Lives. Now, it is a series on Netflix. However, I discovered there's a book. And it's called 44 Chapter About Four Men. Now, a lot of you guys probably seen it on Netflix, Sex Lives. Young lady, she's married, reminiscing. She decides to write about her past history, whatever it taught her. And she has a another strong sister best friend that's in the movie um she pretty much is all about herself standing on her own she don't need a man um self-love once again so i love and 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 i don't want to spoil it but i love this series and it taught so many so many things not just self-love relationship yourself other people your partner Husband, wives, truly, you're going to enjoy it. My husband enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed a lot of sex scenes in it also, but we had a wonderful discussion about it. And I will not spoil uh, for those who will be reading the book or looking at the Netflix series, but I truly want you to understand that it all starts with what you feel and think within yourself. Empower yourself, love yourself. And always, don't come second. Don't put yourself second. Always put yourself first. Now, I know my sister heard about this movie. So, and I saw it. (laughs) 
So we're going to give you a little taste without really spoiling it. So I got to ask her what she thought about it. Because you know I blew her phone up and we had to talk about this now. So, sis, what do you think about Six Lives? If it's the one that I'm thinking about, because I've seen a few series on Netflix that were dealing with sexual experiences. Um, This was the one with the husband and the wife, correct? Correct. Okay, so... I, I thought that this movie had uh, a lot. It dealt a lot with sexuality. It dealt a lot with um, her really understanding who she was and what she really wanted and not really being satisfied, but settling. And I think for women, a lot of times we go for settle over satisfied. When I think that if you allow nature to take its course and everything to run the way that it should, you can get satisfied and not have to settle. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, and she, as much as her husband tried to be everything to her, according to all he knew, she just still was not satisfied with what she was getting, you know, and and she Mm -hmm. wanted what she didn't need even though at the time he wasn't the best guy, you know? How many times women can you equate to the fact that you love the bad boy? You love the one who is not going to necessarily do you right, but it's something about him that turns you on and you just want to be with that person. Mm, And that's, that's just a snippet of the movie because there was so much, even in The Husband, and him trying to understand who he was and trying to see what he was missing from what he had with his wife, comparing himself to the other guy. So it's a two-way street, yeah. Never compare. Never compare yourself. True, it was. And I think the whole lesson, it's not just for that one woman who started out, but yet at the same time, her husband learned a lesson as well. Mm Mm-hmm. And should we really settle? Right. Mm. Right. Are we settling for the white picket fence and and the beautiful home over over someone who can give you that and satisfy you, right? Because we all know that when sex comes into play, if you're not satisfied, if you're not getting what you want, you are not going to put forth everything that you have in that relationship. Correct. Mentally, physically, spiritually, you name it. However, this did, this particular series did have some sex scenes in it. Um, and she was not satisfied. But also, I do deeply believe within herself. She wanted to be satisfied physically, mentally, spiritually, as a whole, as a woman. Right. And that's you know, possible. She was seeking. Yes. And she was seeking it. And at the same time, as she looks at her husband, should she have satisfied? Should she had got to that point to be settled early on? Or should she have worked it out with him? Mm. It was just so different questions. Yes. Stay, go, put you first, second, and let's not forget. There was two kids involved. Uh, how many times do we make that decision when kids are involved? Correct. I don't want to I hurry along, but today I see that we're going to have to make this a two-parter. 
because yes. <laughs> this is getting deep as we begin to not only give our answers, but to jump into other uh, explanations of why we answered our questions the way that we did. So, Laura, if you don't mind, would you like to come back for a part two so that we can go through the rest of the questions? I would love to and look forward to hearing anybody else's opinion, reply to anything that we had to say. Thank you so much. I truly enjoyed everything. Thank you so much for joining us today. I would like to thank you all for joining me today on Quizzical by Nature, a soft place for women to land. This is your host, Tammy Walls, and I hope that something that Laura and I said inspired you, uplifted you, and encouraged you. Until next time, be blessed.